MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America with Mike Pritchard and Josh Applebaum on VSEN, the sports betting network. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host live from Las Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast. Out there in the snow in Boston, Josh Applebaum. Good afternoon, Josh. Good afternoon, Pritch. Yeah, I'm a little, I'm a little tired. I was shoveling all morning. We got a huge <laughs> blizzard here in New England. So uh, anyone in, in, in New England, don't worry. Uh, we got a lot of sports to bet on today. You can stay in, stay warm, uh, get some sweats going here. But Pritch, I'm excited. A big Friday. We got a lot of interesting low bets, higher dollars, bet splits for a lot of these week 18 games. So we'll be able to run the board, get our plays for today. Uh, but real quick, I wanted to shout out um, Indiana, the Hoosiers here, Pritch, getting it done unranked favorite versus ranked opponent laying the wood to Ohio state 67 uh, uh, beat them 67 51. And again, you lost with Florida earlier this week, but anytime you get the system match, it's one of my favorites to play. Why is an unranked team favorite against a ranked opponent? Got the win there with Indiana last night. So I'm excited, Pritch, a lot to get to. And after this, guess where I'm going? I'm going back to shovel some more. <laughs> you didn't get it done in the morning. Huh? Okay. I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, that's a lot of snow by the way, but you know what? Uh, <laughs> last night in hoops, NBA, Boston and Knicks, it's the reason why I hate to bet unders um, and, and good call by you with the over, because uh, even if I was holding an under ticket, I, I would have been disappointed. Uh, I, I mean, obviously the outcome, right? But I'm rooting for ba- baskets. I'm rooting for the performances that we got uh, in that kind of a game. So certainly looking forward to more of those games uh, in the association. Oh, absolutely, Pritch. And again, that was a buy low over opportunity for me. The way I differentiate a lot of totals, Pritch, is if you have like a three or a four point move in one direction or the other, it may not become a sharp play to kind of buy low or or sell high in regards to an overplay. Maybe it opens 225, gets up to 230, you buy low, take the under. But that was an example of when you see a big drop, Buy low over 207 and a half, Pritch. It came through for you. But my Celtics, man, what <laughs> is up with them? I almost, I joked to my fiance, Elise, when they were up by like 25, I'm like, they're going to lose this game. They always get up big and lose. Mm-hmm. If anyone live line the Knicks when they were down 20, 25, you're feeling pretty good. This Celtics team, Pritch, buzzer beater or not, they got a lot of issues. Well, it's three times in a row. Uh, I kind of outlined that yesterday. Uh, three times <laughs> in a row in which they had four home games in a row and they went on the road and lost. So they had that twice previously and then obviously last night it happened to him again uh just the homestand and then going on the road with the different rim or whatever they great first half i mean uh, if you're looking at situations to bet boston uh there you go right there but incredible performance there by the knicks though uh as they get the w uh against the boston celtics um the news and notes in the national football league are interesting uh josh just hit on these real quick lamar jackson out again we're going to get huntley uh, in the game for the Ravens, J.J. Watt set to return uh, for the Cardinals from IR. Uh, and then Andy Dalton 
he's going to be the starter uh, for the Bears. So, I mean, we kind of looked at that. Jimmy G looks better and better each and every day, too, at quarterback. So as we preview these games getting into the weekend, uh, I, I don't know if that's going to move the needle for you or not with some of these games, maybe perhaps with Huntley. Uh, curious about your thoughts. But let's get to uh, Betham GM insights, though, because of these key games, though. Uh, the most bet games by ticket count, the Cowboys and the Eagles, uh, Bengals and the Browns, which is surprising. Um, considering who's got, not going to play in that game, and then the Steelers and the Ravens. So, so let's start right there. What do you make of those insights from BetMGM? Yeah, so I'll go to that Steelers-Ravens game, Pritch. This is a game that kind of had my uh, my eye on all week, and I really, really like the Steelers. You know, early on, you saw a lot of those books that were, you know, minus six, six and a half, all the way down to, you know, four and a half, five. But then you saw a lot of buyback there with the Ravens where the line ticked back up to, I think at one point, they got back to minus six, like just a day or a day or two ago. But a lot of late movement is really sending me over the edge with Pittsburgh here. So spoiler alert, this will be one of my plays in the playbook. But I like this late movement toward Pittsburgh. They're now down to three and a half. I woke up today, Pritch, they were getting like, I think five, four and a half now they're down to three and a half a lot of late movement going their way obviously it's a big game for both teams on the outside looking in but if you win and get some help you could make the playoffs here you do have some system matches on pittsburgh as well we talk about all the time but mike tomlin in this spot as a dog getting points six and four ats this year 44 and 23 ats 66 percent in his career you also get these short road dog six or less they've been great 64 percent ats um and i'd be looking at kind of a, a spot here pritch where i think when you're at four and a half you're saying hey tease it up maybe get to ten and a half but now that you're on a four three and a half I'd actually, in a weird way, be more inclined to just grab the regular points in this one. Typically, when you see these divisional matchups getting closer to a field goal, if you can get anything to hook or better, now it's down to three and a half, not getting the best of it. But I like Pittsburgh here. Dog low total, divisional dog. And we tend to see a lot of three-point games between these teams. Yeah, how about that? I mean, even with Huntley, I mean, the Lamar Jackson has been out for several weeks now. Huntley has shown some promise uh, uh, when he's been in there, for sure. Uh, Josh, so a complete week of preparation for a guy that's motivated the way that Huntley is, too. Uh, and then the Steelers on a short week, but still feeling pretty good about the dog situation, though, with the Steelers. Yeah, still feeling pretty good. And again, that late movement kind of made me like it even better because I always have games that I kind of, we start the week, let's look at some overnight lines, some early moves, take it with a grain of salt. We know, uh, you know, Sharps can head fake. We know that uh, obviously with COVID and injuries, you never want to bet a game too early, but now we're getting closer and closer to Sunday. These late moves are even more meaningful to me. We get more information, late moves uh, going toward uh, Steelers here would give me more confidence. And I just want to throw this at you, Pritch. Mm -hmm. I threw it at Michael Lombardi earlier today. There's a really interesting prop bet right now with TJ Watt. Uh, to break the single season sack right. record. Strahan has the record 22 and a half. Watts got 21 and a half. He only needs a, a sack and a half here to break the record and set the record. Mm -hmm. And at BetMGM, he's plus 180 to break the record. That's some pretty good plus money. Michael Lombardi was telling me both tackles there for uh, the Ravens, uh, not great. Some backup situations. Right. And Huntley scrambles around, so maybe Watt gets to him. Call me Square Pritch, but me and you, let's throw some pizza money on Watt plus 180 <laughs> to break the record. I kind of like that bet on for Sunday. Well, Strahan had a gentleman handshake, though, with Favre uh, and Keith Jackson, by the way, who, okay, you're going to really block Michael Strahan with a tight end. I know it's Keith Jackson. I get it. But come on now, right? And, and so can T.J. Watt kind of get that situation against this team, the Ravens? I mean, I don't know. I mean, the, the bad blood between those two franchises, who knows? And then certainly Harbaugh's not want to concede and give up anything uh, to T.J. Watt. T.J. Watt's an incredible player, though. Uh, with with or without a gentleman handshake, absolutely the plus money situation. Uh, I would look at that uh, for sure, Josh. 
Yeah, and again, you know, uh, I think another play here, and Michael Lombardi mentioned this, but the Watt family, you know football is really important to oh, them. Yeah. How badly do you think the younger brother wants to stick it to the big brother and get the <laughs> all-time record here? Don't discount that. That could be another motivating factor. Yeah, okay, so Huntley is an exclusive rights-free agent after this year, too, so this would be interesting to see what kind of performance he has right there. Are you surprised at all with the Bengals and the Browns? Uh, one of the most bet games by ticket count here from BetMGM. I am really surprised about this one, Pritch. Just the constant and further movement here toward Cleveland. We mm -hmm. know that with Cincinnati, a lot of guys are going to be out for them. They're going to sit Joe Burrow, probably Jamar Chase, you know, these other big guys as well. You're going to have Brandon Allen most likely start at quarterback. Case Keenum, on the other hand, is going to start for the Browns, it looks like, with Baker Mayfield being injured. But I was really surprised, Pritch. I mean, if you look at some of these bet versus dollar splits, uh, it doesn't make too much sense. A bet MGM, 58% of bets, but 88% of money is on the Bengals. Now, that doesn't really jive with the line movement because a lot of these books you know the opener was uh, I think a look at only like minus three at home for the Browns at one point it was you know inching down to a pick em or Browns short favorite but then of course with the Bengals resting guys you're not seeing it really skyrocket back to the Browns uh, minus six I see a six and a half out there Pritch I wouldn't want to play I wouldn't lay the points of the Browns right now yes they're healthier but again uh, in this spot uh, to me, it's too many points, and the line has moved too far from you. I could be in entertained by teasing them down to a pick em, but this would be a game to me, Pritch, that has just gone so crazy here in, in favor of the Browns that it would be a no play for me. Yeah, absolutely. The total 38 right there, too. So certainly looking at a teaser uh, situation upcoming for that game uh, involving the backups for the Bengals and the Browns right there. Uh, most bet teams by ticket count. We got the Cowboys. Uh, when they're laying four and a half here, the Bengals, we just mentioned them. And then most bet teams by handle, the Chiefs lead the way. Minus 10 and a half on the road against the Broncos. Yeah, I'll start with that Saturday game, the early one, or actually the late one, Dallas and Philly, Pritch. Similar to how kind of we saw some late movement today on a Friday toward the Steelers, you're seeing late movement on a Friday here to the Philadelphia Eagles. We know, uh, obviously, with the Cowboys, they have some COVID issues. Will Micah Parsons be cleared in time? Will Tyron Smith be cleared in time? We're going to have to wait on that. But I like the Eagles here, uh, plus the points. You know, at one point, just we were doing a show, I think it was Wednesday, Pritch, mm -hmm. they were getting seven points. Right. Over the last couple of days, 24 hours, this line's all the way down to four and a half. And as we speak, I'm seeing some books, uh, it looks like Circo just went down to four. So some late money appears to be coming in on Pittsburgh, or sorry, on Philly here. They would match to me, uh, road uh, home dog in the division, uh, low total here. Also, primetime dogs have done very well, 55% ATS. I want to know with Philly, you know, how is Sirianni going to handle this? You know, is he going to play Hurts? Do you see some Gardner Minshew? Does this become a backups against backups type game? I think you're in a good teaser spot if you want to take the Eagles up to 10 and a half. But either way, Pritch, this movement is going to the Eagles. And week 18 with crazy things happening, certain people know certain things. So if, if there's a move here to Philly, does that mean more COVID or more people sitting for Dallas? I don't know, but I want to be with that line. I'd look toward the Eagles and the points here. You know what, Josh, in an information week, uh, I mean, certainly week 18 is going to be influenced by a lot of situations and information. Uh, this is probably the best week to actually follow that sharp line movement. So great job there outlining uh, the movement here on this game. Uh, and you're right. I mean, I think people who are going to bet significant dollars uh, on these games, they're going to know something. I mean, they're not going to go into these situations blindly. Yeah, it's a great point, Pritch. And again, how does the influence of New York, you know, uh, kind of influence the market here? You're going to have a ton of betting starting 9 a.m. where people can sign up, big bets coming in. Obviously, there's going to be some uh, some new bettors entering the market for the first time. But with just the market uh, increasing, mm -hmm. I think it becomes kind of a sharper market in general, kind of a more efficient market. So with these late moves, I put some stock into it. Pritch, I didn't want to throw this at you, though. Kansas City, 
there was a little bit of buyback, I think, on on the Denver Broncos here. Okay. The line got to Kansas City, I think, up up to 11.5. Some books got down to 11. I see a 10.5 out there. You do have a good split here with Kansas City. 68% of bets to the public play, but they're getting 92% of money. I still lean public play here with Kansas City. But what do you think? Is there is there, is there a reason why this line's going back a little bit to Denver? I'm going to reveal that in the next segment. Uh, how about that, Josh <laughs> Applebaum? There's a tease for Professional you. Professional tease. There I you like go, that. right? Good absolutely, job, yeah. absolutely. So the Eagles did activate three-time All-Pro uh, center Jason Kelsey from Reserve COVID. Uh, so there you go with the Eagles. They're going to have their All-Pro center there in for that game. VSIN has a great new offer to help make this your best betting year ever. Our new Big Game, Big Dance special provides all access to everything we do from now through April 5th for only $69. Get our daily best bet emails, 24-7 video access, exclusive betting split breakdowns on every game, and the upcoming Big Game and College Hoops betting guides, all for this $69. VSIN.com slash big deal to sign up today. Coming up next on the program, though, my playbook. Get to that coming up. Hey, everybody, it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 and physically located in Nevada, please gamble responsibly. If you feel that you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America presented by BetMGM. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today. So, Josh, we're going to get into my playbook. Uh, and I have my former team teaser back on my card. 2 uh, and one with that this year, hoping to end the season 3-1. and one. Uh, So six-point teasers, plus 160. Uh, so I got the Falcons plus 10, the Broncos plus 17 uh, uh, because of that big number. And then also the Seahawks plus 12 and a half. So your question about the Broncos and I'm going to put on my hazmat suit, really. I mean, I'm just so disgusted with the Broncos, to be honest with you. Uh, and I just the fact that you don't show up for certain games when games matter, uh, that bothers me. Uh, but this is against the Chiefs. They had not bit, beaten the Chiefs since 2015. Uh, and Adam Schefter is making some noise locally because he was on a local radio show recently, uh, and he talked about the fact that the Broncos may want to keep Fangio, the head coach. So pulling back the curtain, the Broncos think that they're a quarterback away, right? And if you don't have a head coach, how are you going to go into the offseason uh, and land one of these top quarterbacks, right? So keeping Fangio in a situation in which, okay, defensively, they've done a great job this year. But as a player, if you think that this guy has a chance of coming back and you might get one of those quarterbacks, that could provide some motivation for you to end the season against the Chiefs. Yeah, and again, Pritch, I look at this game in terms of, you know, what I normally do with an NFL game and then kind of approaching this weird, wacky Week 18 where things are different. So, for example, if this was a regular season game, give me Denver Broncos all day. You're really contrarian. You only, I think, like 25 30% of bets are on the Broncos this weekend. You have an inflated line. You know, at one point you were uh, getting 9, 10-ish. Now you're up to 11, 11 and a half-ish. Uh, you're a divisional dog. Uh, a lot of reasons to like Denver in this spot. But I keep coming back to the fact that it's Week 18, and you got to kind of change up the way you handicap 
some mm-hmm. of these games. So uh, with the Chiefs, you mentioned earlier, but really good bet versus dollar split, 68% of bets, but 92% of money. Also, Pritch, you know, you did have some buyback here to, to your point uh, by maybe the Broncos getting up for this game. It was 11 and a half and got down, back down to 11 at some shops. And I do see one or at least a couple books at 10 and a half. So maybe when it got to 11 and a half, it was like, okay, you know, things aren't looking great for the Broncos. The Chiefs look great, but it just got so out of hand with so many points there that it was worthwhile with some buyback. So again, I lean Chiefs here. I don't love it, Pritch. I'm probably going to hate myself when the Broncos <laughs> play great and cover this number. Uh, but with all these injuries and all the guys out yeah. in the secondary for Denver, it's just tough for me. Like in your head, how many points is Drew Locke going to score for you? You know, what's the team total on the Broncos and what's the, what are the chiefs looking at? Because if the chiefs get anywhere close to 25, 30 points, I think they're in a good spot to cover this number. I just don't see Locke putting up more than, you know, 10, 14 points in this game. Okay. The total at 45 two. I was curious about how long they would keep their stars in there though. If you're the chiefs uh, in this game too. Right. And so just managing those situations, I I think that will take place uh, as well, but I I like the teaser situation. I'm going to get all the points I can with my former teams. Uh, And same thing with the Falcons. I got them up to 10 now uh, because this is a rivalry game Falcons and the Aints. I can call them that because I put on that uniform. Uh, and, And yet, you know, you think about Patterson, Going into a contract situation, you know, this guy in the later part of his career, he's been able to be highly productive. And so he's in a contract situation out there. Kyle Pitts, I think they're going to sit him, at least I would, with the hamstring. The guy is remarkable, incredible player at the tight end position over a thousand yards. I know that Mike Ditka record is in reach, but he's got a hamstring and he's just 21 years old. He just turned 21 years old. So uh, if you're the Falcons, don't mess with that. Uh, but I do like the teaser situation because the Saints offensively, uh, I'm still looking for points for them uh, because they don't have a quarterback that they believe in. And then same thing with the Seahawks. Uh, now, this is a tough situation here. I, maybe this is my toughest play, toughest uh, leg of the card. Uh, they're catching 12 and a half on the teaser situation against the Cardinals, though. Uh, and, and I think the Seahawks, good chance that they might have checked out as well. Uh, but maybe they can get inside this number, you know, depending on what's going on with the Cardinals, though. Yeah, so in terms of your Falcons play, Pritch, I really like that one. That actually is coming back to you pretty good. You're going to beat the closing line, it looks like, on that one. Uh, Falcons only getting 52% of bets, so it's pretty much right down the middle. Public doesn't know where to go. Remember, motivation probably is with the Saints there. They have an opportunity here to make the playoffs. Falcons have been eliminated. But again, divisional spot, how are you going to play in your last game of the year? Also, your your first-year head coach wants to kind of uh, finish the year with a good taste in his mouth going into next year. But only 52% of bets on Falcons pretty much means it's down the middle. Public doesn't know where to go. Mm-hmm. But 67% of money is on the Falcons, Pritch. That's a pretty good uh, low bets, higher dollar split here for your Falcons. Also, you had some buyback on Atlanta today, uh, similar to what we've seen here with the Eagles and with the Steelers. But the Falcons, uh, last night, uh, before I went to bed, they were getting four and a half. Now they're down to four, and I actually see a lot of three and a halfs out there, Pritch. This thing okay. is moving back toward the Falcons here. So I really like that teaser, giving yourself some padding. Seattle, Arizona, I definitely would have, again, regular season, that's a play all day for me, divisional dog, Wilson dog on the road. My one concern there, and this is why I like that you tease it up a little bit, is just what are you going to get out of, out of Seattle? It feels like a team going in different directions. What's going to happen with Russell Wilson? Is this Pete Carroll's last game? Whereas Arizona, uh, I don't know if TJ Watt or uh, JJ Watt is going to come back for this game. Will he even have a big uh, impact on the game? I don't know. But you maybe got something there, getting your groove back against Dallas, and you're still fighting for that top spot. So I just don't know what to expect out of Seattle, Pritch. That's been a team all year where, like, when I'm in on them, they let me down. And when I dismiss them, they play very well. So I just have never had a good handle on Seattle this year. Uh, yeah, I mean, neither have I. I mean, uh, everything has been in transition for that football team, and it will continue to do that as soon as the season's over for sure. Uh, 
Maybe I caught a break, though, with some news about uh, Arizona and the Cardinals. Chase Edmonds uh, is out against the Seahawks. Uh, Rondell Moore as well. And we know uh, Connor is banged up, too. So from a running game standpoint, man, who's going to be out there for the Cardinals? Yeah, that's true, Pritch. And again, what surprised me, though, is a lot of these guys out, especially offensive guys, yet the total rose in this game. That's Mm kind of weird. It opened at, I saw a 46 opener, now it's up to around 48. I think Gamble and Lou had some great advice uh, yesterday, Pritch, leaning on a lot of unders this week. You just have different things going on. You have a lot of familiarity. You have a lot of these divisional matchups. When you have a lot of tape on these teams, there's really not much that surprises you at that point. So it's not a blanket statement where I'm going to bet every single under this weekend. It's just even though you're getting a little bit of money to the over, like if this sales over, you know, it's 31-24 or whatever it may be. I hope you cover your teaser, Pritch. But then we'll be like, okay, 46 to 48 makes total sense, that over steam here. But it's tough. You know, you have a late season divisional under. You have offensive guys out. I would just lean to a lot of unders or nothing this week, but yeah. this is one surprising one that actually ticked up to the total. And then on the other side for the Seahawks, Penny has emerged uh, when healthy. I think he's looking for having uh, big things in his future, and we know uh, that's really going to be the path for the Seahawks post-Russell Wilson, right? It's, and we're going to have to run the football, uh, and maybe that's what you're gearing up for. That's what you're fine-tuning here with the last game. Uh, but Penny has emerged. I watched him at San Diego State. Great, great running back in college, and certainly uh, the injuries have kind of slowed that down, his progression uh, in the National Football League. Yeah, and again, I think there was a crazy stat. I remember it was the game because I actually teased them down, and they blew it at the end against the Bears. But if you look at Penny's, like, first 20 games, he rushed for, like, 800 yards. And you look at, like, his last five games, he's rushed for, like, 1,000. So this is a guy who's really turned it on late. And, Pritch, I'm I'm kind of – I want to look at the prop bet market once the season right. ends for quarterbacks moving. Like, what are the chances Russell Wilson gets dealt? And uh, I'll throw this out there. The Jets, what if you make a deal between Wilson and, and, uh, and uh, Zach Wilson and Russell Wilson, you know, both Wilsons here, but maybe <laughs> you start over. Maybe the Jets got to give up some of their picks. I think the Jets could be a sleeper in the Russell Wilson sweepstakes. And if, if he knows anything from Giselle and Tom, I think Kiara is telling him, hey, let's go to the big apple. Let's, let's be in a bigger media, uh, media market. There. See, if you're the Broncos, that's why you can't fire your head coach, too. If you're going to be in the market <laughs> for one of those top quarterbacks, you will not want to go out and hire a new coach, right? I mean, I think you would want some type of continuity uh, as well as, okay, the fact you're putting out there that you believe that your staff or, or your, your personnel uh, is Super Bowl caliber. Uh, why are you going to make wholesale changes too? So that was another thing that just reading the tea leaves out there in Denver. Yeah, and again, these are the little things we got to look at. And really, it's tough. I would just say going into week 18, no matter what you're betting on, be a little careful. Remember, this isn't like a regular week. There are different factors at play. Motivations are different. Playoff spots are different. So this is the kind of week where, you know, if you're normally, you bet, you know, five to ten games on NFL Sunday, maybe you take it down to like three or four just with a lot of these variables and unknowns. All right. Aaron Rodgers will start week 18 against the Lions. <laughs> that just came across. Uh, the, uh, Xavier Rhodes is out. We saw his injury against the Raiders out there. Um, that's a big blow. You're looking at the Colts too. Are you nervous about the Colts not beating the Jaguars at all? Uh, am I nervous? Not really. I think this team is just so terrible. Kind of what I saw with the Patriots here. Yeah. A lot of the COVID issues, not playing very well, but that's a big number in the division. Mm-hmm. Again, it, it difference to me was Patriots were a non-division play with that big number. And uh, you know, you were kind of in that home spot. Now you're on the road in the division. Colts, you know, I know they've beaten them like 31 nothing in different games where they've crushed them. Same thing with the Texans. That's a big number that I don't really – I'm not too interested in laying there. Yeah, DeForest Buckner also rolled out on that game uh, against the Jaguars. I'm, I, yeah, I'm not nervous. I'm, I'm thinking from a betting standpoint, they cover 15.5 points. My goodness. Uh, but then the track record, too, for the Colts on the road against Jacksonville. Previous years, obviously, keep that in mind. It hasn't been that stellar, though. 
Yeah, it really has him, Pritch. And, and by the way, uh, Deontay Johnson looks like he's good to go for the Steelers. Also, uh, Noah, a couple guys out for the Cowboys. Uh, Trevon Diggs is also out. All right. That does it for my playbook. How about Josh Applebaum and his best bets coming up in Week 18 in the National Football League? That's coming up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This segment of Betting Across America is brought to you by Zen Nicotine Pouches. Fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, and no batteries to charge or leaky equipment to deal with. Zen Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, spit-free, and available in 10 varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and many more. Each variety comes in two strengths, so you can easily find a satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zen, which is America's number one nicotine pouch, is available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, meaning it's never been easier to find your Zen. So head over to zen.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash find warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard. I'm your host from Vegas. Your other host is on the East Coast out in Boston is Josh Applebaum. So, Josh, time for your best bets. NFL Week 18. Uh, let's start. I like this play. Actually, I looked at it. I just couldn't make a decision, decision yet. It's the Rams and the 49ers. You have a decision on this game. Yeah, I did make a, a decision here, Pritch, and I'm hoping I don't get clipped by the mm -hmm. fact that maybe Jimmy G doesn't start and Trey Lance goes in, so right. we'll kind of see how this thing develops. But I'm going to take the points with the 49ers here. It's a big game for both teams. Uh, Rams have the two spot. They'll be motivated because if they lose, they could fall down to the three or the four. But on the flip side, San Fran, uh, this, they're going to be motivated as well because they actually haven't clinched a playoff spot yet, and I think you're going to get a good effort out of them in this game. Really, to me, it's all based on the line movement. You had a lot of books open uh, around Rams laying six. I saw an opener of six and a half, and really it's been consistently moving toward the 49ers. So uh, a lot of these books quickly got down to four and a half. And again, today, late movement on a Friday, you're seeing this line get down to four at a lot of shops. So uh, why is that important? Because you're inching you know, closer and further to uh, you know, a three-point key number. Do we get down to three and a half? That would be my next question here. If Jimmy G is upgraded to probable, I think you may get down to three and a half. Now, remember, these teams played uh, earlier this season. It was a big blowout win there by the 49ers. So you have some familiarity in this matchup. You kind of have a classic divisional dog road, uh, road divisional dog with a low total and a line move in their favor. Shanahan in his career, 59% ATS as a dog and short road dogs are less, 64% ATS this year. So again, I think when they are four and a half, it could have been a teaser play up to 10 and a half, but I think you get a field goal type game here. I think you get the best effort out of the 49ers with their season on the line playing well as of late. I'll grab the points there. Ideally the four and a half, again, shop around because there's some, there's some fours and four and a halfs. Get the hook. That way you lose by four. You cover that number. It's a good spot. Good betting number two. When you think about it, both teams are averaging right around 23 points a game, a little over 23 points a game in the last three games. Uh, the familiarity, like you mentioned right there, you know, Lance, I think will get ready for this one. It looks like Jimmy G uh, wants to play for sure. Uh, and the information we got on Jimmy G, certainly Michael Lombardi's talked about this too, in terms of what's after or what's next. I mean, he's playing for the next great starting situation out there. Uh, so if he can make it uh, and then impact the 49ers with his start, uh, that could be very interesting right there. And then the Rams on the other side too. What I mentioned about, man, they could be the two seed all the way through this thing. Uh, that's the motivational point, though, I, I think, for that team. Highly talented, but, again, I, I just can't trust Stafford yet. 
uh, I, I need to see more of him before I start putting my money down on the situation with the Rams. I totally agree here, Pritch. And again, keep going back to that game against the Ravens, but just throwing the ball up in a triple coverage, oh. turning the ball over. I mean, you really got to know who you are and kind of what team you're playing on. This isn't Detroit where you're the only good player and you got to make every play yourself. You got to know that, hey, I'm a cog in the machine here and I can't be turning the ball over. You know, another thing here with San Fran, Pritch, is another low bets, high dollar bet discrepancy. Only 40, uh, sorry, 52% of bets are on San Fran, so pretty much down the middle, but they're getting 66% of money. So again, if you're, uh, you know, member at VEASAN and you get uh, all these emails we provide with DraftKings and BetMGM, I always look for low bets, higher dollars. If you're getting at least 10% more money than you are bets, typically that means that the money that you're taking in is our bigger wagers from respected bettors. All right, looking forward to this game in Vegas. Vegas has never hosted uh, a game of this magnitude when you think about it. Allegiant Stadium, uh, the Raiders <laughs> against their rival, the Chargers and Las Vegas. Uh, it's a playoff game. I mean, and that's what the Raiders have been saying, Josh. They've been in the playoffs the last three weeks. At least that's how they're approaching it. Uh, because if they would have lost one of those games, they would have been eliminated. Uh, so the Raiders are already embraced this moment, this kind of pressure. The Chargers, on the other hand, they have not embraced this kind of pressure yet. Uh, so this gets interesting here. The Raiders catching three points at home, 50 is a total. Yeah, this kind of reminds me, Pritch, of that Alabama-Georgia game, the SEC championship game, where, you know, the Chargers are the favorite in this spot. Georgia was the favorite in that spot. And who was the pressure on? The pressure was all on Georgia as the favorite. Alabama was playing with plus money as a dog. I see a similar sort of thing here. The, going into the year, the Chargers were a huge public team, really flashy. Their win total was, was one of the most popular win total bets of the year. But really what we've seen here is even though the Chargers are getting, uh, you know, two-thirds of bets in this primetime game, Opener minus two and a half got up to three. I was hoping to get a hook there with the three and a half with the Raiders. Pritch, I don't think we're going to get it, I'm, I, and that, which is actually a good sign. Like on the one hand, I'm upset because I can't get the three and a half and lose by three in cash. But on the other hand, it's a good signal that the books are really reluctant to throw that hook out there. Maybe it pops up before Sunday, but I think a lot of this, uh, this late action, and I see a couple books that are plus three, minus 115 with Vegas. This may get back down to two and a half. It may actually go back toward Vegas. So I grabbed the three here. Uh, again, hopefully you're getting Waller back for this game. But this is a team with Vegas where they could have folded up their tent many times this year, Pritch. The Gruden saga, the terrible tragedy with Henry Ruggs. What happens? They never gave up. They keep battling. I think they're going to they're gonna play to their identity. They're back. Their uh, interim coach, uh, Bisacci, or I probably butchered his name there, Pritch. He's got this team believing. They've won three straight. I'll grab the plus three here, primetime dog, division dog, and a team that really all the house money is on the Raiders. Yeah. I think the pressure here is on the Chargers. I, I agree with you on that. The pressure is on the Chargers. The Raiders seem a little callous, too, to comments uh, into the media, uh, you know, just not giving great answers, right? I mean, short, uh, to-the-point kind of answers. And, and uh, I, I think that locker room with the Las Vegas Raiders is galvanized, and they're playing for each other, which is a good sign now. Execution-wise, 18.7 points a game offensively the last three weeks, their last three games. The Chargers still scoring 30 points a game the last three weeks, too. So I got to keep that in mind, right? Yeah, you got to keep that in mind for sure, Pritch. And again, if this is a high-scoring game, I don't yeah. know who that that probably plays to the Chargers' benefit here. Um, I think you want these lower-scoring games that really with the Raiders, you know, the 23-20 game, the 20-17 to game, mm -hmm. I think that plays their benefit. Uh, and again, in the division with late movement back, I don't think the hook's going to come out there, so I'll grab the three here with Vegas. All right, and you got some teaser plays, too. I knew you were going to do that. I knew you were going to have some teaser <laughs> plays because uh, you've talked about that in terms of uh, helping yourselves out uh, with bets this time of year. Uh, your teaser plays are very interesting to me as well. 
Yeah, so got a bunch of teasers here, Pritch. So let's start off with the first one. Uh, you may not be able to do this anymore because the line's down to four. But when was it four and a half? I took the Eagles four and a half up to ten and a half. Divisional game, COVID issues, injuries here for Dallas. Also just came out, as we mentioned before the break, but Trevon Diggs, J. Ron Curse, and Tony Pollard all just were ruled out. Schefter just tweeted that. So Dallas is going to be down a few players here. Mm -hmm. Line's now down to four. Maybe you could tease them up to ten. But I jumped on the that four and a half to ten and a half. Always when you see a four and a half, I always think teaser if you like a dog in that spot to go through multiple key numbers. The Steelers were another one I jumped on. So kind of some of these breaks are going my way, Pritch. You don't win any awards for closing line value, but you kind of <laughs> like it when you bet a game and it's kind of going your way. But when that was four and a half, took the Steelers up to 10 and a half. Uh, good news there with Pittsburgh with Deontay Johnson looking like he's good to go. And I just don't trust Baltimore laying these points in the division with all their injuries and all their issues and being down a bunch of guys in terms of uh, injuries. Uh, a couple more, uh, Pritch. And again, I always remember late in the year, favorites tend to tick up a little bit in terms of their cover rate. But I'm going to take the, the the Vikings and the Patriots and tease them down a little bit. Uh, Minnesota, Kirk Cousins looks like he's good to go. Zimmer has some great stats, ATS off a loss. Uh, I think they're going to want to play well going into the year, maybe take out all their aggression and all their, uh, you know, their, their disappointment, not making the playoffs, take it out on the lowly, uh, the lowly bears here. <laughs> this line was at one point, you know, only like three and a half. It's all the way up to now five and a half, six. So let's take that down to pretty much a pick them. Same thing with the Patriots. Patriots have a really interesting bet first dollar split. Uh, Patriots here are getting 55% of bets, but 86% of money. It's also a revenge game. They lost that week one uh, to Miami here. Miami's been eliminated. I'm just not where I don't want to lay the points there with the Patriots because they were open at two and a half. Now they're up to six and a half. So I'm getting the worst of it. But I think going down to Miami where typically they have trouble. I think it's different this time around with the revenge on the mind. So I'll get New England just to win the game. Mm -hmm. And then a couple other teasers, Pritch. Uh, I'll take down Arizona uh, minus what? Six and a half now or minus six to minus one or minus six and a half to a half point. I just think, again, with Seattle, uh, you don't know what you're going to expect out of them. Pritch, hopefully Seattle loses, but doesn't lose by 13 or more sure. for your teaser. Uh, <laughs> and then also uh, Washington. I like the, the football team in this spot. I just don't like the number. Washington opened uh, like lane three and a half. They're up to minus seven. This is a bet against Joe Judge. I know it ain't a clown show, Pritch, but I'm going to bet against the clown show this weekend. Uh, you have Washington getting 55% of bets, but 93% of money. Bet against Judge. Bet against all the issues there with the Giants. I'll take the, the football team down to lane one and pretty much Cardinals out of pick them. Yeah, I like some of those teasers right there. I, I might uh, play a couple of those on a different card, though. Uh, the Washington, I mean, come on, the, the clown show, Joe Judge. <laughs> He fired his coordinator, offensive coordinator. Do you realize, and you probably do, the Giants averaged 6.3 points per game the last three weeks, the last three games. I mean, <laughs> yeah, they, so the, the they scored 19 they points. The back, yeah. <laughs> you scored 19 Garrett. points in the last three games after firing your offensive coordinator. Yeah, Pritch, everybody's got to have a scapegoat. You know, it wasn't me. It was the offensive coordinator. That's the issue there. But as the <laughs> proof is in the pudding, they're worse without the clapper. Bring back the clapper. He should get fired for that decision alone. Uh, I mean, that was ridiculous. Just sabotage the, the, the season for yourselves uh, and get a better draft choice. I'm sure what's going on with the Giants. Okay, when we continue the program, we got some more games to break down. Week 18 in the National Football League. Come up next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
BetMGM welcomes you with a special offer on the college football national championship. Just place a $10 money line wager on the game. If either team scores a touchdown, you'll win $200 in free bets, regardless of your bet's outcome. Just use bonus code VSIN200 when you make your first bet. Enjoy the college championship like never before and earn M Life Rewards that you can redeem at any MGM resort. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use bonus code VSIN200. To win $200 in free bets if either team scores a touchdown in the national championship. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21 years old. It's a new customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi and Nevada. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. So, Josh, the national championship, I walked into the studio today and saw the number shifted. Uh, it's minus two and a half now. Uh, some, some places, most places, I'm seeing a two. Uh, I'm seeing a two and a half, too. So, uh, as we approach the national championship Monday night, I mean, obviously, there's going to be line movement a little bit there. I was surprised at that. But uh, what are you noticing here with the market and your market insights uh, perspective here on the game right now? Yeah, Pritch, I think off this key number, you got a lot of Alabama plus three money coming in, causing this to fall back down to two and a half. And that was really my question going into it. You know, once you get to the key number, I think the next move is really meaningful. Like, I don't think this this game was ever going to get to three and a half, but I was waiting to see, hey, you know, if you like the Georgia uh, Bulldogs here, you probably want to wait this thing out because remember, look at the juice. The juice is going to really tell you it's not every time. It's not a guarantee, but most of the time, whichever side is juiced up, the line is going to move in that direction next. So all those plus three Alabamas were minus 115, minus 120 for the last few days. And then it just became uh, so pronounced that you saw the juice get up to minus 125. And then, of course, they'll just drop the whole line a half point. And that's what we've seen with this line falling down to two and a half for Alabama. So if you like Alabama, I wouldn't bet the two and a half right now. I would wait and see if it goes back to three prior to uh, the championship game if you like georgia obviously you're off that key number now money line it didn't really matter either way but getting minus two and a half if you were waiting that was the number early on that got hit that moved toward georgia so it tells me pritch again you got a lot of sharp money on georgia they're getting uh only only think i think like 30 40 percent of bets but almost 60 percent of money so they're pretty much the sharp play here but all these system matches and, and dog stuff on saban cover, covering these numbers the plus three was probably so appetizing books just said hey let's drop this thing down to two and a half wait out the next move if you like bama wait try to get that three again okay yeah we'll see what happens over the weekend too bill o'brien expected to interview with the jaguars next week uh, so no distractions. <laughs> Nick Saban's not going to allow that to happen for sure, right? Yeah, I wouldn't expect so. And again, uh, you got to say with, uh, you know, again, this is the guy that you're waiting to get yeah. back in the NFL, you know, who won all those division titles, but really didn't play the way or and kind of really screwed that franchise the way he gave away those top mm. picks, Bridge. So we'll see. I think Saban's going to, you know, keep this thing buttoned up, but maybe <laughs> O'Brien is the next to, you know, Pritch, if you screw up in the NFL, Go to Alabama. You'll win the championship. Then you'll get another job. That's the way it there should go. There you go. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that at all. Okay. So the Titans take on the Texans. Um, the Titans are saying all the right things. I guess they do want the number one seed, obviously. Uh, but then on top of that, they want revenge versus the Texans. Are you buying that? I mean, is that enough to compel you to lay this number? Uh, it's 10 here. Uh, and the Texans. Now, keep in mind, you got the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm not anticipating the Chiefs losing to the Broncos at all. Uh, but that's tomorrow, and then you got this game on Sunday. 
I actually would not want to lay the points here with the Titans, Pritch. One thing that jumped out to me at BetMGM, 65% of bets are on the Titans. So they're a very public, popular play here. But yet, we're pretty much seeing a line freeze, even some reverse line movement. You know, one point, uh, a lot of these books open at 10. They got up to 10.5. A, a lot of those 10.5s look like you took in some Texans money with the hook, causing it to fall back down to 10. So basically, we have a really popular public play to Tennessee. But from the opener to the current, it hasn't moved at all. Pretty much open 10, stayed 10. Again, it was 10.5 at one point. But a lot of these matchups, a lot of these matchups would favor Houston at home in the division, double digit dog. That number is just too high. It looks like the obvious play is Tennessee motivated. They're playing great. They want that one seed, but the Texans want to play spoiler as well. This is a no play for me, Pritch. If anything, when it was 10 and a half, I, I would lean te- uh, Texans there, mm-hmm. but even at 10, this is a no bet for me. I'd lean Texans or nothing. Okay. How about this next game? Cause you got Buffalo and the jets. Now Buffalo, I'm anticipating Josh Allen, I mean, if he's out there past the first half, uh, that'll be a surprise to me. Uh, He's everything to that offense. Uh, We know that. They don't have a rushing attack. Um, Sanders is banged up, uh, and certainly they got some young players that that Josh Allen has rapport with. But uh, it's all about Josh Allen, that defense in Buffalo, still laying a big number, though, against the Jets. Yeah, I'd actually go Jets here, Pritch. It kind of kills me, and I don't want to end my regular season having to rely on the Jets to cash me a ticket. But uh, if you look at BetMGM, 47% of bets on the Jets, but they're taking in 70% of the money. And the line actually has gone uh, toward the Jets here. You know, a lot of these books open Bills laying 17, 16 and a half. All those 17s are down to 16 and a half. And a lot of 16 and a halfs are all juiced up toward the Jets, plus 16 and a half, minus 115, like it's going to fall to 16 here. So this is one of these games, I think Gamble and Lou mentioned this. What if the Bills are up 14 and a half, 21 and a half? They bring out all their guys, uh, put in your backups here, rest Josh Allen. You see an MVP Mitch sighting there maybe in Buffalo. <laughs> uh, whereas the Jets, maybe play spoiler, maybe get a backdoor cover. I'd be concerned about Bills getting up big, taking their foot off the gas, and maybe the Jets get a backdoor cover with a late score there. So I'd lean Jets or nothing here. And Pritch, keep an eye out on the total. Uh, a lot of under money. Gimble and Lou crushed this total. I think mm-hmm. he got 44. It's down to 40 and a half. You're going to have some bad weather. Could have some snow, some wind. It's always like that this time of year in Buffalo. But I'd look to the Jets and the points in that one. Speaking of totals, Carolina, Tampa, I mean, that opened at 43 now, what, 41, 42, 41 and a half. You've seen places. But Tampa Bay just laying eight points. The saga of uh, Antonio Brown is done, uh, but yet the injuries. And then, okay, what is what is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, what are they going to do with offense? Rojo, Ronald Jones uh, is going to be out of this game. The running back situation gets dicey, but they did pick up Le'Veon Bell, though, uh, uh, Josh. I'm curious about that um, mi- mixture there, that recipe that they're going to have moving forward. O.J. Howard, tremendous talent, but yet he can't stay healthy. Uh, I wonder how the Buccaneers are going to change their offense now. Yeah, I'm really curious about that as well, Pritch. And again, you did have a move a little bit to the Panthers, which was surprising. You know, a lot of books were at one point, you know, minus nine and a half Buccaneers. Now it's down to eight at a few shops. I see a little buyback. I'm seeing some eight and a halfs pop up there a little bit. Uh, but with Tampa Bay, again, how is Arians going to handle this? I don't worry too much about the, you know, the AB saga and all that kind of stuff. I think it's more of a media type thing. I think with Brady at the helm, he knows how to compartmentalize and, mm-hmm. you know, his old coach, avoid the nose and uh, avoid the, no, uh, the noise and all that. But again, little movement toward Carolina. It's in again, regular season game. I would be on the points here with the Panthers, divisional dog, low total, a little bit of line movement. But I kind of go the other way. I think this is a meaningful game. You know, that that Rams game, you know, again, you're not gonna be able to catch uh obviously the Packers here, but you also don't want the Rams to overlap you. That game with the Rams is uh four twenty-five, same time as the Tampa Bay game. So Tampa Bay, this isn't a uh, you know, rest your guys. You gotta play and try to lock up that seed. I'd maybe tease down Tampa Bay here, you know, eight down to minus two, go through seven, go through three. I I just think this Panthers team with Darnold 
Pritch, is Darnold going to see ghosts? He hasn't played in a while. <laughs> I'm just sick of the Darnold, like, waiting on him to be a good yeah. quarterback. I have no faith in backing Darnold. Yeah, zero faith. I agree with you on that one right there, too. I had big expectations for the Panthers, but the owner uh, threw Matt Rule under the bus and then backed over him again uh, with those comments, too. So uh, that gets interesting right there. Um, the Colts and the Jags, I mean – uh, the Colts, a lot of people are talking about Carson Wentz and can he complete the year, the new quarterback this year. It's been an up-and-down season. Uh, I think a big day from Taylor uh, is in the cards here in this matchup. Uh, what's, what's your thoughts on this game, Josh? Yeah, so at Betham Gym, you got 59% of bets on the Colts, so they're kind of slight uh, popular play here, 57% of money. Nothing crazy, but you did have a lot of line movement. I mean, a lot of these look-aheads were as low as, you know, Colts laying 8.5, 9. Uh, quickly got adjusted up to, I think, at 1.15.5, 16 almost. Uh, maybe a little bit of buyback. I'm seeing a lot of those books that got up to, you know, 15 and a half, 16, now coming back down to 15. But this is one of those plays, again, where uh, Michael Lombardi likes to call it the, uh, you know, the no play uh, or the no can do play, the John Oates play. I just can't get beyond the Jaguars. I can't finish my yeah. year, you know, waiting on this team. I'm like the, the skeleton sitting on the bench, Pritch, just waiting and waiting and waiting uh, for this Jaguars team to cover a number. It's just not happening. And I think at this point, it's a fait accompli. They see their season ending on the line, uh, ending right now. And I just don't know if you get a great motivational effort. You have COVID issues. I'd lean Colts there, but I don't love laying that big number. Again, this is a no bet for me. All right. The Colts did lose to the Jacksonville Jaguars 20-38 to 38 back in 2019. And, and I think they lost here. Let me look it up real quick. Yes, they did lose uh, last year uh, to open up the season 20-27 uh, against the Jaguars to NBA. Uh, I'm excited about the association. You have some plays. You had some information on your podcast as well. Yeah, Pritch. So looking at a couple totals here, we got our uh, buy low Celtics over last night. So a couple spots here for tonight. I'm looking at the Spurs over against the 76ers. This total open around 218 and a half. It's embedded up to around uh, 219 and a half. Both teams trending very well to the over recently. San Antonio 10 and 5 to the over their last 15. Philly 4 and 1 to the over their last five. Uh, both teams are top 15 in offense, bottom 15 in defense. San Antonio's got uh, fourth fast, uh, fastest pace uh, tempo in terms of uh, the NBA, non-conference overs as well. And Pritch, lastly, if you're betting NHL, one NHL spot tonight, Carolina Hurricanes. Big line move and one of my favorite systems. Let's go, Kings. All right, catch Josh Applebaum Market Insights podcast each and every day. Great job, Josh. Good luck this week. Appreciate it, Pritch. I got to shovel some snow. I'll see you soon. <laughs> All right. Good <laughs> luck with that. The Edge coming up next right here on v the Sports Betting Network. 